what we're going to do is we're going to go through some of the events that lead up to you coming into the campaign. We're going to be doing something slightly different in terms of mechanics. We're going to be borrowing some mechanics from Invisible Sun, another outstanding Monty Cook game. And that is uh, the same thing they do for side scenes. So if you encounter a challenge or something where you would normally roll for, instead, I will draw a card from the Sooth deck and look up its definition. And using the interpretation of that card from the Sooth deck, will determine how the scene plays out. Okay. So, to start with, let's let's take a step back. What do you think was the last job that Italia did before she was asked to be contracted out? Um, I think it was some sort of like political espionage type document acquisition. So I think there's some mm-hmm. Maybe perhaps election or something going on, and oh, shoot, what was my dude's name? Hmm. Yeah, your your handler, James. I think we can definitely change that too. Okay, um, but I think I think James is fine, especially if we play with it on being that James is an obviously ridiculous okay. man. Yeah, I think he's like, James is my name, and it's just like, sure, that's it, that's all it is. Um, And it's so iconic because it's such a classic name, you know, historically speaking. Right. Um, But yeah, okay, so I think my last one was acquiring some sort of, uh, like, what sort of evidence I could find against some sort of uh, political candidate, what was the dirt I could find on them, so stealing documents. Okay. Watergate, but I didn't get caught. So hopefully. Yeah, so let's see how smoothly it went. I'm going <laughs> to draw a card. Sure, it was fine. Okay. So I drew the Lost okay. Star. It's pretty cool. Which is Notions, Cats, Clocks, and Winds. Good or bad luck, great distance, great age, great value. Hmm. So it offers good or bad fortune determined by the card turned after it on the path. Whatever this card suggests is epic in scale. Something important to the person in question is a very long way away, very old or very valuable. So I'm going to say that that means that you were probably pretty successful in your haul. Um, But I think you may have been perhaps a little too successful. Ooh, maybe I found out something I shouldn't have known. Yeah, or at the very least, um, let's say that James, or rather the people that James are working for, probably have identified that your talents are probably better than they originally thought they were. On a good day. Cool. Okay. Well, that's good and maybe not good. We'll see. Yeah. So I I think the scene will open um, with you meeting with James to deliver the item that you have collected. Um, Where do you typically meet James? Where does Italian meet James? Um, I I always felt like it was some sort of like basement room in some building. Like really Mm -hmm. bad lighting. Um, I don't know if it would be like in the basement of like a bar or just some sort of like business, like under an apartment. I don't know. Okay. 
Well, let's say it's the cellar of a bar. I mean, yeah. it's something that you have a plausible reason to go yes, into. Yes, I need this pint behind the counter, mm-hmm. below the hatch. Maybe not below the hatch, but downstairs. Okay. So I would... So as you go down uh, down the stairs, um, sure enough, the door is uh, open and awaiting you, like always. And every time, always, as if he's been there for a long time, is James, <laughs> in quotation mark, with his feet up on the table. James is a... James is essentially sort of a... Uh, a greasy handler who manages all the agents. He's like an agent for, you assume he deals with more people than you. Um, he's implied that before, but, but you've never met them at the same time. You're not usually the, t- like it kind of goes with your personality. You don't per- usually like to work with other okay. people like that mm-hmm. on these things. Um, or at the very least, that's his interpretation and as he sees you walk in the door, he uh, motions towards the chair and says, Natalia, it's good to see you. Come on in. Shut the door. Have a seat. And he pulls up a bottle of some sort of greenish-brown liquor and uh, two glasses. says, you need a drink? No, I think I'm okay for the evening. Appreciate the sentiment, though. That's a shame. I hate drinking alone. I'll pull out my water flask and... Take a sip. Hydration or something. He's like, okay. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, so he still pours himself a pretty big drink. And uh, he takes a sip and there's a moment where he sort of savors it. And then uh, he says, so, um, you got the item, huh? Yeah, I'll pull a satchel out um, and hand it to him. There's some documents in there, too. It's a little conspicuous. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm still impressed with how you did it, though. I mean, uh, you know, we, we told you to make sure that they knew it was gone, because them knowing it was gone was part of the problem. But, I mean, you you really threw them for a loop. I mean, those those guys are running around that building like crazy. They're, they think they're pointing fingers at each other. I mean... The, the intel's good, but, man, you brought chaos to that group. That's impressive. Yeah, I have uh, a knack for getting out of sticky situations. That means I get into them to begin with, though, which just may be the issue. But, you know, do what you got to do. That's fair. That's fair. But, uh, you know, who wants to live forever, right? Just if it's, you know, boring. It's not boring. It's exciting. Actually, facts. Anyway, I don't know. I think we might piss off our clients with this one, but... Oh, on, on the contrary. Um, you're getting you're getting noticed, Natalia. Uh, in a good way? Or um, no, I should be concerned way? Sometimes those are one and the same. But uh, let's say that uh, we're we're, and by we, I mean myself and also, the people I represent are impressed with your work. We think there's things that you could do to kind of take it to the next level. I feel like you might be wasted doing this kind of work. Oh, yeah? 
Interesting. And what kind of work would that be specifically? I'm just saying, you know, if you can get in somewhere so effectively, you can get, um, you can cause this much chaos and confusion. I mean, just stealing things for us is pretty, pretty low stakes. I mean, I could easily get you a higher fee if you were willing to do something more along the lines of, well, I mean, I know you've been off about this before and you've said no before, but you know, there's, if you can get in somewhere, I mean, you could have things happen to people, accidents, or I could see from your face that you don't look comfortable with that, but we could also talk about planting evidence, things like that. It just depends on what the cause is for. I'm I'm a little too invested in that aspect. Do have to admit it's been troublesome my whole life, but I feel like I can be successful and still do that. And I want to prove that to you. I'm just saying we could both make a lot of money if you were willing to take things to the next level. It just depends on what the next level is, you know. I appreciate that you got values, that you got a moral compass. That's all good. But, uh, I don't know, there's an opportunity for you to be a little bit more mercenary right now. Um, you know, I certainly, I know that things are okay right now. You're, you're getting, you're getting paid for your work and you do good work for us. Um, but I gotta believe that, uh, you want a little bit more for you and your granny. Well, how about we do a trial job and see how it goes? That's what I like to hear. Um, tell you what, I do have something to mind. You know, Karis Farrell, right? You know, he's the guy, he, he runs one of the, he's, he's a slumlord. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he has caused some problems for interested parties that I associate with. But we don't necessarily, he's got friends. We don't necessarily want to start, you know, some sort of war. You just want to piss him off a little bit. Oh, we, we want him out of the picture. Now, be clear, I'm not asking you to be the one to take him out of the picture. What we'd like to do is make it so that his assets are gone as well as him. So here's the deal. You take a piece of this incriminating evidence. You get into his home. You place it at the location that I let you know about. And then you signal us. I'll tell you exactly what that is in a minute. To let us know it's done. And uh, one of my many connections with the, uh, the city guard will choose that moment to raid his home. And we collect the evidence. His assets get seized. We get a finder's fee for reporting it. And uh, our client pays you a healthy share. After my cut, of course. What would that look like in comparison to the job I just did? Well, uh, let's see. I mean, this job is... Uh, he holds up um, uh, uh, a small satchel. like... I mean, this was a this was a good job. This was a difficult job. It would have been difficult anyway. Um, uh, you know, they they were offering twenty shins for this, and as you know, work doesn't come with regularity right now. I'm pretty sure that we could easily get you forty shins on this one. 
This is genuinely a bad guy. Yeah, I mean, he's, uh, uh, you know, maintaining those terrible buildings. Um, <laughs> charging astronomical, <laughs> and charging astronomical rent. I mean, he's, <laughs> I mean, he's exactly what you think he is. <laughs> okay, yeah, um, game. Yeah, he, he makes I'll try it. I'll do mm-hmm. it. I'll, I'll, why not? But. Okay, good enough. So, here's the deal. Um, he reaches into a satchel and he pulls out um, another small satchel. He's like, I'm going to take this. I'm going to go into his home. Obviously, he doesn't live in the same building that people that rent from him live in. You're going to go to his home and I need you to put this in his home office just next to his bedroom and I need you to place it underneath in one of the one of the drawers underneath the right side of his desk. Okay? Then, once you've got that there, I need you to leave the building and relatively quickly, we don't want to give him time to find it, move it, or anything like that. So, as soon as you've done the job, I need you to walk two blocks and there'll be somebody sitting on the corner panhandling. Your job be to come up to them, drop a shin in their cup, and say, best of luck to you. Okay. And then, same as always, you wait a day, come back here. Okay, that sounds fine. So, uh, obviously, the man's well off and he's connected. There are going to be, there's going to be security at his home, but nothing you can't handle. Like half up front. Since there is a little bit of risk, or... Hmm. I can give you ten up front. Okay. Thought I'd ask. Okay. So he gives you an extra ten shins. I mean, I need a shin in order to give the guy one, you know? <laughs> hmm And uh, he says, uh, okay. Uh, I look forward to seeing, seeing how this works out, Talia. Um, I assume you've got things you want to do um, beforehand, things like that. But um, if, uh, if at all possible, we'd like to try to have this all go down by the end of the week. Great. I'll check it out and maybe as soon as tomorrow. We'll see. Okay. Sounds good. I'll, uh, I'll let the client know. Sure you don't want to drink? There's a house I have to go check out. Fair enough. That's what I like, to you. About, like about you. Straight to the point. I am the prize. Have a good night, Italia. Good hunting. You too, James. Can I um, just like, can I get a general impression of what James thinks of me? Like, does he care about my well-being whatsoever or? Mm, that sounds like a card draw. Okay. I got the revealing knife. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. Okay. When the revealing knife card is turned, it suggests that careful, precise action is required for what lies ahead. Indicates there are secrets to be discovered and whether the revelation goes ill, hiding is up to the individual concerned. When the card is turned, most assume that the next card indicates the nature of the secret. We're not going to do that in this particular case. Um, I think that what that, the impression you get about um, James is that he is you are an investment mm-hmm. for him. 
right? Like he's interested. Like it's not so much like a personal care, but he sees that you're like you are talent that he okay. recruited, and and he is seeing an opportunity where he could make even more with okay. your talent. So he's not likely to just like throw you to the wolves. But it's not like a personal thing. It's it's a okay. very like capitalist way of thinking about people. So as as long as I'm doing a good job, as long as yeah. I'm meeting his investment concerns, there might be a little bit of wiggle right. room, but just a little bit. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. All right. Um. Then. I mean, I mean, it's an investment. Like, if you screw up one job, he's not going to come after you or anything like that. I mean, you certainly screwed up. <laughs> Yeah, and you've certainly screwed up jobs before. I mean, everybody makes mistakes, but but it's more like if you start becoming a liability, yeah. that's when it, the tone changes. Okay. All right. Um, well, I guess I'll spend the next little bit pacing the joint and going over the plan um, or the next day and then try to carry out carry it out based on discover. Okay. So what we'll do then is uh, you will, as you move, so you, you'll see the house. The house. This guy has an amazing home um, by Ninth World standards. I mean, you are in Charmond. It's one of the largest cities in the Setfast. Um, mm-hmm. But it's very rare like to see somebody who has all of this space, and it's really just house. There are four floors. There are quite obviously some guards. They are not necessarily dressed like with armor or anything like that, but they are, there's, they look like they should just be like footmen out front, but they definitely have the build of guards. Like somebody, like they're, these guys are true goons. And, uh, yeah, and I, it's, it's, you know, there seems to be, the guy seems to keep to a relatively regular schedule. He doesn't seem to leave the house much. And, uh, you know, most of the time, from what you can see outside, he spends his time working in his office. He'll have people come to him to meet with him. The office is where I'm supposed to be. And when he's not actively working, um, he's, uh, he's hanging out in the house with his uh, wife and two little kids. What about at night? Well, his bedroom is attached to the office. He tends to work late, but then he, um, but you know, his, his office is like, he can go through a door and just get into bed. Okay. Um, I guess I will attempt late at night after he has gone to bed and I feel like he has probably fallen asleep, Mm -hmm. which is stressful, but I don't see a better alternative based on, Okay, so what path of approach are you going to take? Um, so you said that there's guards at... Is it possible? Did you say it's fenced around? It's not fenced around. Okay. Would it be possible to... Is the path to the office visible from where the guards are? As far as, like, where the window... that you see The office is. is on the third that floor. Sense. Okay. Yes, but I, I have acrobatics skills slash. So I was hoping that perhaps I could try to climb it if it was not in direct view. Uh, yeah, so 
So the guards. guards do occasionally walk around the building, but you've kind of, we'll say that you've been watching long enough, you kind of know their pattern for that. So um, right. you can absolutely, I mean, you can try anything, of course. Um, so if you want to try to climb the wall, we can pull a card. Um, yeah, you know, if I, it looks like there would be a way to climb it, like if there's other window panes to like go from, you know, sill to sill kind of thing. Um, if it looks possible, I am trained in climbing and balancing. Mm. Well, luckily for you, um, the card I drew was the conspirator. Um, so when this card is turned, only someone engaging in a conspiratorial action looks at it as a good thing. It means secrets are kept safe. <laughs> And it means that uh, at the very least, you might be able to see some sort of surprise upheaval. So I would say you quite handily climb up the side of the wall um, without attracting attention. And you reach that third window, third floor window. Um, Now, the third floor window opens into sort of a dining area. There's nobody in there right now. Okay. Is there a window outside the office? Um, yes, but you would probably have to make your way around the building to get to it. Okay. And I would likely, be likely to be seen? Well, because the, the office window faces out towards the street where the footmen are. Oh, okay. Well, I will then try to be very sneaky um, and stop and listen and see if I can um, tiptoe through to the office. Okay. Since... That's where it needs to be. Okay. I'm, I'm like swearing about it in my head and being like, pretty sure it's better. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, you're tiptoeing towing through here. I think because yourself, I don't think there's going to be an issue of you waking anybody up. Um, I think they're still going to be quite stealthy. Um, and, uh, you know, you, the kids' bedrooms are actually on the floor below. So you know that you're okay there. Um, and uh, you know that he usually is asleep by this time. And uh, so, yeah, I think you make your way to the office door. Um, and so you have two, two ways of approaching. Um, you know that you could go through the bedroom door where he's sleeping and go into the office that way. There's also a door for the office proper. That door is currently locked. Um, I guess I'll try to, um, you know, do I have a thing for that? Hmm. I don't think I have, like, anything for unlocking doors specifically. Yeah, it doesn't mean you can't try. It just means that you don't have your skill for it. Um, I guess I'll try to unlock it. Could I use scan to assist me? In any way? Sure. I mean, I'd say you could use scan and it will reveal some things about the lock. Um, and I okay. drew for you um, the golden ship. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. um, So, so cool. it suggests that uh, someone will earn wealth, fame, or respect. It means a successful endeavor, um, but only if that endeavor is grand mm-hmm. in scope. Um, it does not waste its time on petty actions or minor deeds. Alternatively, this card might suggest the intervention of someone wealthy, well-respected, or influential. 
Um, I, I, I think it means that you unlock the door. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> and you open it and, uh, you see the desk and you see a Seski. A Seski is sort of a dog-like creature, except that it has like, um, scaly plates. It's very like similar in shape to a dog. And a lot of times people use them as pets or hunting animals, but they are, they have definitely like sort of like, (laughs) I just found Fido. Great. Mm -hmm. Great. The, uh, but I'm so sneaky. Yes. Um, so the, uh, the Seski, um, is waking up and it sees you and it starts wagging its lizard tail. I'm going to just set down the conspicuous evidence. Mm-hmm. Wait, was I supposed to put it in a drawer? Yeah, you're supposed to put it in a drawer underneath his desk on the right hand side. How far away is that? Oh, it's across the room. Oh, Assess- of course. Okay, hanging wait, out by the desk. I swore I had another ability. I guess not. Right, I don't get any abilities from the first level of Explore Stark Places. Other than a book about Numenera. I guess. Would an Explorer's Pack contain rations? Would. would you it think? Would. Okay, I think I'll pull out a little bit of a ration and be like, like, hold it up for the dog and kind of, like, toss it away from me and then try to make a mad dash for the desk while tiptoeing, by the way. Okay. Let's see how the strategy is going to work out for you. <laughs> oh, this is unfortunate. It, or it might be unfortunate. It certainly has a title that doesn't sound good. It's The Unwelcome Child. Specifically, the unwelcome child is unwelcome because she is a horror. Um, almost involves someone getting something they do not want. Or it could be that the person in question could be the unwanted one. It suggests a lie or something out of balance. Yeah. So, <laughs> you throw it, and the Seski makes this guttural bark and chases after the food. But it's so big... It also whacks its ass into the table as it stands up. And yeah, you hear stirring through the door in the next room. All right, I'm going to quick tiptoe walk and put the evidence in the drawer like I'm supposed to. Okay, so you go and you put the evidence in the drawer. um, And uh, all all of a sudden the sesky is next to you rubbing its head against your leg. I'm going to take another piece of the ration mm-hmm. and like hold it up and have the, the, the thing follow me as I back out. It's of the definitely a following and uh, you start to hear footsteps moving towards the door between the bedroom and the office. So as I'm backing out of the door, I'm going to toss the food towards the door that the guy would potentially come into the office through. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Then I'm going to shut the door as that happens, and then I'm going to try to escape. Okay. Um, So, because you have the unwelcome child card, in effect, uh, yes, you definitely toss the ration. It lands next to the door. 
But the Seski follows you out the door as you're shutting it. Ah. And, it and it looks up to you with these sort of like happy eyes and wags its tail. I'm not sure. I, I can't remember if Seski are supposed to have tails in the ninth world, but this one does. Um, they yeah. do now. <laughs> All right, I'm going to try to escape. Okay, how would you like to do that? Uh, by tiptoe running, you know, where you're like on your toes and like you've done this before when you don't want to wake someone up. And so you're doing this full like um, Scooby Gang at this point. Yes, <laughs> trying okay. to get out the other window. Um, okay. The uh. The Seski yeah. is following you with its big paws slapping the ground. Um, okay, and then I'm going to just jump out the window as soon as I can. So you're going to jump out the window. What are you going to jump to? You know, hopefully there's a hedge below. Uh, if there's a moat, perhaps that would be handy. If there's a pond, you know, any of that sort of thing. Um, we, we could say there's... An awning, a ledge below. Yeah, we could say that there's maybe like... <laughs> you know, something like some sort of low wall. It's not like actually like a security wall, but more it's an aesthetic thing for the surrounding of the house. Uh, I'm trained in climbing and jumping and Mm -hmm. balancing. I'm so good at just, but it's like, uh, if I do succeed, it's definitely like a fall down success. Mm -hmm. Like if you watched it happen, you'd be like, Oh shit, they're going to, Oh, she's surprisingly. Okay. 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 So as as you're climbing in the window, the Seski starts to whine a little bit. And uh, you you hear a deep voice from back down the hallway, like, like, where the hell did that Seski get? What's this on the floor? And I tried so hard and I failed so good. So you're jumping? Uh, yeah, I'm going to continue trying to escape. Yeah, I'm, so I'm jumping and trying to flee. Um, I don't know if you can read that card or not, but no, it, I can't. the title is Inevitable Cataclysm. Thanks. <laughs> so let's see. Much thoughtful. Yeah, uh, so it's difficult to see this card's turn as a positive one. Typically, even if it suggests that something unwanted comes to an end, it's usually a violent and costly one. This card might be seen as ill fortune, but it could also be the end of a relationship, the end of an ongoing success, or a significant possession like a house might be in danger or destruction. Okay. So you leap out the window, okay? You are going to land, um, and you are probably going to twist your ankle. Great. And there is a bark from behind you. Cool. From that window. Barking, barking. <laughs> um, the uh, the Seski is um, whining and uh, staring at you. And oh. then it is going to get up on the windowsill. <laughs> and uh, it's going to try to jump too. What? <laughs> no, Daniel, no. No, it's fine if I twist my ankle. It's not fine if the Seski no, jumps. No, 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 no. Seski is not going to jump to its death. Okay. The, uh, the Seski jumps across to the, the wall of the next building and kind of digs its powerful claws into the side and kind of scrapes its way down, making quite a bit of noise in the process. And you hear the guards and footmen starting to uh, 
come to investigate that sound. You're what's what's that noise? And the Susky kind of comes into a safe place next to you and uh, barks again. You hear more um, sounds from inside the house, like, why is the, why is the window open? <laughs> guards! Guards! So what do you do? Is there any way I can flee stealthily? <laughs> can I just leave on my twisted sad you ankle? Can, you can just... try anything. Do you want to try to leave out the front? Do you want to try to head for an alley? I want to try to go out the back the way that there hopefully aren't any okay. guards. That's good. Try to get rid of this stupid not dog lizard thing. Yeah. Okay. I have drawn the sealed door. Generally a car to fill at home and the sealed door stands in the way of victory. It keeps one from a goal. Since progression always involves change, it can, however, simply mean that things don't change. So, uh, yeah, you start heading for the alley, but then you realize that there are more guards coming that way. Is there anywhere I could just hide? Um, yeah, I mean, they're... It's sort of like a, yeah, there's lots of places you can try to hide around the buildings. It depends if you're trying to, like, hide in the shadows or if you're trying to, like, sneak into another building or what you're trying to do. I'm trying to sneak away from anywhere that I could, if there is another building I could duck into. Um, so yeah, I mean, the house is next to another building. So, I mean, that's what the Sesky used to claw its way down. Sure, I'll try to duck into one of them, especially if one of them is like a public restaurant or a bar or something. Well, I guess it's super late. Yeah, this is a residence that you're going to be next to. Oh, um, and there is there if there is an alley I could escape into. You can't get to an alley because of that car draw. So, like, your options are the building, or you try to go out one of the ways where you know guards are coming and either fight your way out or try to charm your way past. Um, all right, I'll try to duck into one of these homes. Okay. Raw card. Okay. Enticing jewel. When the enticing jewel is turned, everything focuses upon it. Most of the time, this is one of the most positive cards that can be revealed. Indicates success in one's endeavors. Success suggests beauty and wealth. At the very least, even if not success, it's the potential for success. So yeah, I think you get into this house and you feel like you've gotten in without leaving a sign. Or at least you think you wouldn't leave a sign, but the problem is that Sesky's probably going to bark at that window unless you let it come with you. Can I just get a new pet? All right. I I guess I'd let it come with me. (laughs) Okay, so it follows you through the building, you know, happily. Uh, You know, the guards are definitely, like, running around outside. You can hear that. But it occurs to you that at some point they're going to think something is stolen, so you really need to tip off your contacts soon before they start looking for things that might be out of place. Um, I would like to see if I can sneak through to the far side, and I'll try to, like, pet the creature as I go. Yeah, I mean, you could try to go out the far side. <sighs> Just like, shh, shh, shh. <laughs> Okay. It's very happy about that. It actually makes up, like, a purring noise. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you successfully get through the house cause you've got this, you know, enticing jewel in play. Um, and you get out and yeah, I would say you couldn't get to your contact. 
Um, and sure enough, two blocks down, there's somebody panhandling on the street corner. I'll tip him a shin and say, best of luck to you. And then I'll <laughs> try to run away with this stupid... He's like, hey, thanks so much. And then he, as you're walking by, he says, nice sesky. Thanks. It's new. <laughs> so he gets to, um, the tip off happens and uh, you do hear about after the fact that like you know there's there is a bunch of movement with guards um, in the area as you're leaving if you're leaving the neighborhood you can see more guards like piling in not the guards that this guy had but actually members of the city guard <laughs> you get home <laughs> um you're coming in, and you, uh, as you're coming in, you hear a voice um, of your grandma, and she's it. She's like, "Hell yeah, is, is that you, Grandma? This, this Tessaski won't leave me alone." <laughs> what are you doing back so I late? I found Tessaski, and it won't leave me alone. Oh, Tessaski's a good okay. luck. And she comes, I was like, "Oh, look at him! He's just a muffin." Or no, she's just a muffin. Hard to tell the Susky, but look at those eyes. I pat the Susky. Anyway, I don't know who it belongs to, but maybe I'll... I think maybe they'll stay here tonight, or she'll stay here tonight. <laughs> Your grandma looks at you as you say, I don't know who it belongs to. And, she, and she's like, Italian, you telling me a fairy tale? <laughs> No, um, you know, the guy seemed really surprised about it. Sorry, Grandma. Uh, I'll try to make sure it gets home tomorrow. It won't stop following me. Well, I mean, um, who wouldn't? You're a nice person, right? Ah, I tell you, I mean, I'm your grandmother. I've known you your whole life. I know you sometimes do bad things, but you're a good person deep down. This animal knew that. And the Sesky kind of goes over and curls up and sits at your grandma's feet. Yeah, she's she's a good girl. And so are you. And she, as she says to the Sesky, <laughs> well, come on in, you might as well get some sleep. Sorry, Grandma. So, yeah, um, you get some sleep, and it's the next day when you need to report to James. <laughs> so I take the Sesky... And I, and I okay. go to meet James. Well, first I say, uh, Grandma, what do you think I should do with the Susky? Well, let me ask a question. Is anybody going to come looking for it? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I'll, I'll check. What, whatever you did last night, whatever you did, and I don't want to know, is it somebody who could... Is it anybody dangerous? I would say skeezy. I don't think you should go anywhere with the Sesky just yet. I think you should let things die down. Okay. You're, yeah. I'll keep an eye on it for you. Okay. Yeah. The Sesky will be here to protect you. Just like when you had that uh, blind mole rat as a kid. You, want, you insisted on having it as a pet. <laughs> And I let you keep it, and I watched it while you were away. That was very kind of you. I'll keep an eye okay. on this. All right, I'll go see what's going on. Anyway, I'm going to go okay. to school now. 
Natalia, I love you, dear, but you're going to have to get better about lying if you're going to survive doing what you do. Emma, I'm drunk right now. You're not being very nice. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, that was not canon, but... Um, yes. That was Marietta drunk. Sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, you make your way back to that bar, and, and uh, yeah, James is waiting for you, as usual. As you come in, he kind of looks at you and, and says, uh, he gives you kind of a, an odd look. And he says, come on in. You want a drink? Yes. Oh, excellent. And he pours two glasses of the liquor. Um, so, um, you did well. There was a little bit more commotion. I mean, like, it was a close thing. The... There were some lives lost. His guards were a little overzealous when the city guards showed up. Not sure what they could have been spooked about. Do you have any idea? Definitely not a missing pet. I'll say that. <laughs> I was going to ask you about that because that really wasn't part of the plan, and that just seems cruel. Why, why would you steal the guy's pet? Realize he had one and it wouldn't stop following me and made my escape. Lovely. It's Grant. Hmm. Where's the Sesky now? I'll just drink more of the beverage. That's fine. That's fine. You keep your secrets. I keep my secrets. You keep your secrets. Just saying in case, you know, you might come looking. But maybe not. Um, I mean, he's in custody right now. And uh, my contacts say they found that evidence. And, uh, yeah, when it's a plot to assassinate the queen, they they look uh, poorly on that. I figure he wouldn't have been able to take care of it anyway. You know what I mean? That's probably true. It's probably true. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> here's your payment. Thank you. You did well. Listen. When it rains, force. I got another job for you. All right, what kind of job? It's a little different than usual. Not like this was, but occasionally people reach out to us. And, uh, you know, usually they prefer to keep sort of a distance between us and uh, our talent. But in rare occasions, sometimes people like to uh, work more directly with the people that are assigned a task. Anyway, I'm, I'll, I'll cut to the chase. We got an opportunity for you to make some cash, and it's, it seems like it's a pretty straightforward retrieval job, from what we can tell. And uh, you would essentially be, I mean, we would be still, you would still, um, you know, work with me in general, but at least for this one job, you would have um, a different contact. Um, Think of yourself more like a, let's say we're, we're providing a contracted talent and the talent is you. Okay. So don't know what the job will be other than acquisition. I know it's an acquisition and I know it's not in the city. Oh. I know you're interested in strange things and uh, I know it's an opportunity for you to kind of get outside the walls for a little bit. Yeah, you know, that could be good for me. Okay. So, uh, here's the deal. A week from now, you need to go to this address, and he starts sketching something down. 
it's going to be easy to miss. The door um, doesn't it doesn't face the street. It's actually the doors at the alley there. Okay. But uh, you're going to be there. You just knock your door, and you'll tell them that James sent you. James sent me. Okay, James. Yeah. And the person that you're going to be talking to, her name is Mama Jera. Mama Jera. She sounds cool. I hope she's cool. Yeah, me too. Nice to work with a badass woman again. I'll just stare at him deadpan as I say that. <laughs> hey, I don't take it personal. We are what we are. Um, but um, yeah, this one's this one's interesting, and we'll see. Probably worth a shot. Anyway, and plus, I, I know it's right up your alley. It's the kind of thing you love. It's all that uh, all that weird, spooky shit that you get into. I mean, pursuit of knowledge. Gotta keep learning. What's the point? Yeah, well, I'm I'm more interested in shins, but. What can I say? I'm a mercenary. Anyway, this address, one week. Okay. Mama Jera. We'll be there. Okay. Take care, kid. See you when I get back? Yeah. Just in case, though. Probably late. Yeah, I think I'm going to spend some time at home. I'll let her know. He just grins, like showing all of his teeth. And then he knocks back the rest of his drink. She'll also knock back the rest of her drink and then sit down audibly and stand up and look at him and then leave. Okay. So the camera follows you, leaving out the bar. And you're walking down the street, heading back home. And it sort of, the camera pans away from you. And there is... Just for a moment, along the side of the street that you're walking, something or somebody moving in the shadows behind you. And then the camera goes dark. Spooky. All that spooky mm-hmm. shit I like. Cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Dan. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.